Hi everyone and welcome to the Affiliate Podcast, where today we're going to be talking about developing culture at your affiliate and through your club and also through representative levels as well. Today joining me is Mark Tipple, who is the Queensland Touch Football Affiliate Services Manager for the South East Queensland region. And I also have the brother-sister combo, Mitch and Christy Collins from Southern Districts Touch Association. Mitch is the Secretary of the Association and also coaches the under-12s in WA and Christy is the president. So really excited to have a talk about all things culture and affiliates. But first and foremost, I want to talk to the brother-sister combo from Western Australia, Christy and Mitch. Um, I might start with you, Mitch. Are you able to just give us a brief insight into your involvement in touch football and yeah, talk a little bit about your history? Yeah, thanks, Luke. Um, thanks for inviting us on today to yeah, be involved. I'm really excited. Yeah, so my involvement in touch football, um, obviously, pretty much born into touch football through a father that uh, actually started Southern District. So I haven't been out of escape it for uh, much of my life, but um, yeah, born into it. Um, obviously been a player for most of my life um, until injury struck me last year and then been involved um, in Southern for probably about 10 to 12 years now. Um, a sort of a stint as president um, a number of years ago and have managed to handle that over to someone else but um, stay involved and then yeah involved at a state level coaching the WA under 12s um, and then at different times been on the stack here in Western Australia and bits and pieces but now just primarily focused on on Southern and um, and the WA boys. Excellent and Christy I might bring you in as well you're the the president of the club president of the association um, just want to give us a little bit of a brief background as well um, you probably Grew up the same, playing touch football every single night. Um, give us a little bit of a background on what uh, your involvement is. Similar to Mitch, yeah. Been around Southern for plenty of years now. Um, arm was twisted a couple of years ago to take on the role of president. So a lot of nagging happening there. But uh, so far, so good. Um, I'm still trying to run around Women's Open. So doing that just. Um, and, yeah, getting involved with juniors, um, have done some coaching in WA as well, but yeah, sticking to Southern at the moment and yeah, enjoying that. Yeah, excellent. And we'll probably jump into our first question around your affiliates, uh, Christy, being the, the current president, or uh, well, president-elect, president. <laughs> Everyone's talking about president at the moment. Um, talk a little bit about the culture at your affiliate and what you've done to sort of help build that. Um, I think this is a hard question because I think it's, to something that's always evolving and you know we're trying to work on it we don't always get it right and it's not perfect but uh, if we tried to put it into words I think we would say that we're sort of people first um, what we offer our members is really important um, but that's not just representative touch so we sort of separate our club into different portfolios and try and offer something different like for each of those groups um, so we've got obviously a social competition that's about you know being healthy and active and having fun with mates um, then our representative program has people running that portfolio which is obviously a focus around success as well but a culture that we're trying to create um, there uh, and then some juniors and obviously referee portfolios as well which have their own focus so I think it's important for us that we have goals for each of those that are sort of different and standalone um, and together they should sort of work with in unity to create a really solid culture um, down at Southern where people want to be and they feel valued and, yeah, they bring their friends. Uh, Mitch, I might talk to you a little bit about this question um, around culture and we talk a little bit about culture shift, but do you think there was a point in time when the culture shifted or has it always just been sort of just slowly building? 
Yeah, I think it's a really good question. Um, I don't think there's necessarily a point that we can define where the culture shifted. I think it's um, a lot of work over a number of years. I think, um, you know, we brought in a couple of years ago, it changed our constitution, which basically enforced that our committee does a two-year term. And I think that's helped um, in terms of making sure that our committee can establish culture. I think one of the hardest parts as an affiliate is this, you know, revolving door of people that come through and sit on committees for one year and try and offer something, but don't really get an opportunity to embed anything, which means it doesn't have an impact on culture. So I think, um, you know, we've been very fortunate that we've taken over from people that have really worked hard to establish culture at the club and just tried to build off that. But I think, you know, us having a really core group of people um, that aren't always changing has meant that we can build year on year on year. Um, but I definitely think it's, you know, come from a, you know, a, a history of um, people trying to, tr- trying to work on the culture. Um, it's definitely not a point in time that I can say that it's shifted. I guess you, you have the right people in there for a, a number of years. You can sort of build that and help build that, uh, that culture and, and keep it going. And that's probably what you've, you've inherited from that and then you can continue that. Does the, Christy, I want to ask you around the representative scene as well with Southern Stars um, over at WA State Champs. You see the, the blue, and, blue and gold uniforms running around the fields. Is the culture, is it born at grassroots and does it move through to the representative teams as well? Or is there anything different that you do? Uh, yeah, that's definitely a focus now, but that's probably relatively new. Um, this year, our junior competition is, I think, the biggest it's ever been. So we've got about 150-odd kids running around. So certainly now there's a pathway um, for our juniors through to um, our representative program. And we've got lots of kids who are joining in with our seniors program and we're trying to create a bit of a pathway there. Um, but the representative program has probably been a bit more established sort of for a few more years, um, led by some key people at the club. So yeah, I guess watching being over at NTL or uh, Australian competitions and some of our committee members have been to international competitions. So watching what's happening over there and trying to emulate that, obviously on a much smaller scale in Perth. Um, but yeah, it's no secret we've seen, you know, Queensland New South Wales clubs doing really good things at NTL, be it with what they offer in their tent on the weekend or things like that. And um, we've certainly tried to sort of emulate or try and do that in our own way. Um, so that what we offer on the weekend is quality and people want to be involved. Um, but yeah, we've sort of developed that over the years, I guess. Um, but yeah, definitely now we've got a junior academy we've started this year. So trying to filter those junior kids, um, there's no secret that they're the future of the club. Um, and we'd like to see some retention and see those guys coming through into our women's and men's mixed open programs for sure. It's good to hear that yeah, you've got that uh, the culture there at the affiliate level and then you build it through and the focus sort of changes a little bit at, at that representative side of things. Um, keeping on that representative side, Mitch, I might ask you, you've been involved with representative, not only at your affiliate, but then also up to Western Australia and through the now uh, defunct Alliance program. Um, have you seen the culture change across and is it different at Southern districts to then moving into WA and different affiliates? How would you, how would you talk, talk to that? It's a really good question. I think the culture at a representative level in WA has probably gone in waves. You know, I think there's been times where the culture has been really, really strong. And I think when that alliance was around, um, there was definitely a strong culture. Um, I think even going back before that, you know, the barbarians that existed with WA hooking up with the NT. Um, you know, I think there's times that it's definitely the culture has struggled um, at a representative level. And I think it's probably just starting to take a turn again now. And I think it... Um, 
you know, that comes down again to, to volunteers, to be honest. Um, you know, the, the WA programs now through T-Man and other people um, has got a really strong foundation of coaches who want to be involved. And I think that has now it's definitely helped the culture because the people coming through that want to represent at a higher level outside of just their club. They can actually see people. They can see they're engaged. They want to be a part of it. They want success. And, you know, that drives people to want to be involved in the program. And I think at times when the culture hasn't existed or the culture's been quite poor, it's when there's players that want to play um, and no volunteers there to coach and support them. So I think, um, yeah, it's definitely not been always been great, but I think it's getting better. Um, And I think, you know, at a club level, I think all the clubs are acting more professional than they probably did, you know, even five to 10 years ago, you know, through the use of social media and other things. I think um, all the clubs are trying to sort of be these more professional sporting organisations and and copying what the proper, you know, professional organisations are doing um, and trying to copy that. So I think it's definitely helped. Um, and there's definitely a culture shift. But I think, again, you know, we talked about it earlier at our club and I don't think that changes at a state level. It's all about the people you've got involved. Um, I think they drive culture. If you don't have the people, I think you're going to really struggle to get that culture. And it's interesting you say it, the Western Australian represented culture probably goes in waves. And it's funny you say that because it, it does happen maybe not as much in, in other states as well, but you'll have a really good crew come through and they're really into it. And then it's sort of one or two might drop off and then you you're back to back to square one until the next crew comes through. But that's really good to hear that you, you see the culture shift in WA and it's starting to build back up. So um, hopefully we see see a little bit more coming through um, and yeah, see some see some good uh, some good culture being built from uh, from Western Australian representative teams. I might bring Mark Tipple into the conversation. Um, Mark's joined us all the way from Southeast Queensland. Mark, I might just get you to give us a brief. Background of your history, um, we've known each other for a long time, uh, fortunately or unfortunately for different different sides. But um, if you want to just give us a background of your involvement in the sport, you've, you've moved around a little bit and I'm sure we'd like to hear a little bit about it. Yeah, no, it's good to be on here. And I think what we're talking about today is something I'm pretty passionate about, especially lucky to sit in the seat I do at the moment, as you mentioned, South Queensland Sharks uh, affiliate services manager. So now working with Uh, the eight affiliates in our region to make sure that our, um, well, my catchphrase at the moment is really making affiliates strong. If we make affiliates strong at that local level, then everything will flow and does flow from there. Um, So, yeah, really blessed to be in the position I'm in um, working for Queensland Touch in this role. And then, um, as you mentioned, well, yeah, internationally last year, I was in China doing something similar. You would think on a larger scale, but really on a much, much smaller scale, considering the participation. And then at affiliate level, uh, over the past 10 years, was really heavily involved at Central Coast Dolphins, where we saw a lot of success on and off the field there, at representative level and at grassroots level, growing um, the competition like tenfold there, thanks to an awesome committee. And then now... Um, locally involved at Palm Beach Touch on the Gold Coast. So um, pretty thankful to be involved through different steps of the pathway and then seeing a lot of different systems um, and, and how they run it, not just at representative level but at grassroots level and that's a real passion I'm, I have is making sure that our people that do go on the pathway and are involved at representative level are the ones that give back a lot um, and share the love and keep growing the sport that we love. Yeah, excellent. And can you explain 
some of the different cultures you've been involved with. You mentioned you were involved with Central Coast Dolphins um, in New South Wales. If you're not sure where Central Coast is, it's a, probably around an hour to an hour and a half north of Sydney, depending on where you're living in Sydney. Um, so it's, you do, they were participating in, in competitions within Sydney, New South Wales Vaughan Cup and the like. Um, but have you seen a difference in culture between your involvement in that affiliate to other affiliates you now work with in Queensland? I think as well in my current role is making sure that sometimes one size doesn't fit all. So making sure that your affiliate caters to your community, um, you know, that may mean what you provide in terms of um, the age groups that you have. If you have music playing over the loudspeakers, it may mean you only provide a juniors competition. It may mean you only provide a senior mixed competition. Um, but being really flexible, listening to your people uh, and, and having a kind of feel for what will work really well in your community. For example, we just started a new affiliate. Luke, I was lucky to work with you on some of this stuff with uh, Yarra Bilba in our region that became our eighth affiliate. And right now um, they don't have a junior competition, but they're going out to the schools, engaging with the schools um, to see what the interest would be so that they get direct access to the kids and um, some support from the school to start a junior competition and really consolidating from a strong base, not trying to overreach. They're not trying to be everything to everyone right now. They're not trying to send teams up to Metro Cup um, to play representative. Just start nice and small, be strong and grow organically, um, I think is really important. I mean, I was really thankful that and lucky that uh, down at Central Coast Dolphins, Paul and Aaron Farah and John Dalton um, did all the, ground, the grunt work really and had some really strong structures in place. I was a part of a committee that helped a lot, but I remember Paul and Aaron and Johnny going out to the schools and, and putting flyers out to be put out at, uh, at you know assembly or whatever, but the competition grew from 70 to 700 or something in two or three years because of some of that work and 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 now at palm beach with mitch alexander and the strong committee here it's another transition phase for them but they've just reached over 100 teams for their current junior competition um doing similar things so yeah lucky to be uh to see some of that firsthand and it's sort of you from when from speaking to you as well as mitch and christy i think it the, the overwhelming theme and the overarching theme would be that you've got to have the right people in those key positions in your affiliates. Um, and have you worked in, in a competition or have you seen a competition? I'm not asking you to, to call anyone out here where you think you probably don't have the right people or the, the right fit in an association. Have, have you ever experienced that and how have you dealt with that? Sorry to put you on the spot, mate. No, that's all right. I mean, Ideally, I'd give myself as, as the example, but I think when, when we're talking about volunteer work or, you know, I, I assume Mitch and Christy volunteer mainly, you have jobs outside of, of touch, you know, we need people to be uh, selfless and, and be servant leaders. And I think when we see people be self-serving or think it's all about winning rep comps and, things like that. Competitions don't grow. People aren't attracted to that. Uh, when we see people be self-serving, serve their community, um, want to see people just enjoy their time on a Monday night or a Wednesday night or a Friday hour, and you've got that mindset, then I think 
yeah, you're setting yourself up for a lot of success and people don't understand if you do that right first, then all the representative stuff and all the frills and floss, flossy stuff will follow on from that. Like I said, consolidate from strength, build a strong base and, and things will flow from there. But yeah, definitely the difference between seeing people that are for the sport and about the sport and then people that are self-serving and yeah, results speak for themselves. Now, Christy, I might bring you back in. Um, Mark mentioned you uh, work outside of touch football. You're uh, currently at school, so we might hear a school bell in the background as well. But thanks for, for coming in all the way um, from work, um, what tips and suggestions would you have for touch associations? They might only have just started or they might be looking to shift a culture or change a culture. What tips would you give an association to uh, help to change a culture? Yeah, I think what we said at the start about key people is really important. So most of our committee members, uh, we've approached or we've identified and tried to get them on board because I think if you sit and wait for people to put their hand up, um, sometimes people don't know that you're looking for help or that they actually can offer something. So we've definitely made a point of identifying key people and asking them to, you know, be involved in different capacities, uh, getting feedback and lots of it. So I said at the start that we'd like to think we're sort of people first and what we offer our members is really important. So asking for feedback, completing surveys, uh, and we try and be as present as we can within the affiliate. So we don't have a paid administrator um, at the moment. So it's all volunteer committee run on game night, Mondays and Wednesdays, uh, and for juniors and those things as well. So I think being present and being around on those game nights so members can come and chat to you and you get a really good feel for, you know, what's happening and you potentially miss that if you, you know, weren't there. And, yeah, talking about giving people responsibility. So I said at the start that we've got some portfolios happening within the club so that committee members have some direction because even though they're volunteering and they're not being paid um, people want to be accountable and contribute and have some autonomy as well so we've certainly tried to give you know people some scope to run with their ideas and give them a budget that they can you know monitor and manage and yeah go for it and see what they can do see what they can create so I think yeah those things are really important and certainly they've worked for us it's not always perfect and obviously we're learning along the way and trying new things but uh yeah, so far that seems to be working. Mitch, do you have uh, anything, you can probably talk a little bit from a representative side of things as well, whereby you might have a representative program, whether it's a regional or a state program. Is there anything that you would see if you, you think the culture might be going down one path and you think we've got to pull that back in? Is there anything that you would do to, um, to help change that or shift that? I think um, the ownership's a big one. I think um, being able to identify, you know, as volunteers that are involved, being able to identify that something is wrong with your culture, I think is really important. And I think um, we've definitely seen that over here, you know, even in school programs and other things, um, you know, I think you think it's, sometimes you think it's good and um, you don't actually realise that maybe it's not and, and getting that feedback and, and identifying what's going wrong and then being willing to change it. I think um, sometimes with volunteers, when people are doing it for so long, you know, um, they start to, have some blinkers up and not really seeing the bigger picture of what's going on around them. So I think it's really important that, you know, you can see what's going on, you can reflect on it and then be willing to change. And if you're not willing to change, then be willing to let go. Um, I think is a big thing as well um, that we've seen is that sometimes you just need to have a break, you know, step back from the sport or step to the side and let new people come through um, and actually give them a chance to reset the culture. Um, if you're trying to, reinforce what isn't a great culture over and over again, you're not going to lead to success. So from that point of view, um, I think we've definitely seen it here um, at different times that, 
you just need to be able to reflect on that and actually change it. And Mark, I'll uh, bring you back in. What would uh, your tip or your idea for an association, if they were to, to change or, or build a culture, what would the first few things be? Um, if you could just list one or two, um, a few different things to change, change your culture. Well, it's funny that you mentioned this, Luke, because I actually remember a quote from Brad Mitchell, someone that you work pretty closely with uh, a few years ago at a New South Wales Touch Awards talking about, I think they accepted what, their 14th Affiliate of the Year Award. Um, who's counting? Yeah, who's counting? So, yeah, at Hills Hornets there, and I remember Brad um, in his speech talking about how their committee was like a family and how they really all enjoyed spending time together. Um, that made it not feel like a burden. And, um, you know, Brad's obviously good at engaging with people and delegating roles and things like that. But I think that's so important. So when we are engaging volunteers, what's, what's the incentive? Um, you know, it doesn't have to be money, but what is the relationship that you have with them? And, and what, what are the relationships that you're growing overall? Um, I mean, at some stage, we're all going to have to do something we don't enjoy especially when it's volunteer work. Um, but how are we making that as, um, you know, enjoyable as possible? How, what are we putting around that? Are we getting our committee together and, and having a feed? Um, you know, are we growing together as a community? And um, I think I remember it's almost 10 years ago since I played my first state cup and I always played, uh, you know, like park touch and enjoyed um, touch footy around my rugby as well but once I went to my first state cup it was like okay I there's something really special about this and I want to give back and I want more people to enjoy this so yeah I think those two things I think um, relationships are huge and without them you'll suffer in life let alone you know building good relationships to grow your affiliate but then like I said making sure that people that are involved at representative come back get involved, give back to their um, affiliate or their club and then kind of share the love and grow the game from there. I'll put out there a final word to Mitch and or Christy um, on culture. Is there anything else you think that you might have missed out on or you, you'd like to add before we, uh, we wrap up today? I think from yeah my point of view, I think, Mark, just touching on what you just said, I think that family side of things um, is super important. I think, you know, if we look at our committee now, we're trying to do that. I think what you've said and, and be sort of a lot closer and have that relationship because, yeah, we're not being paid. And for the first time in 20 years, we don't have a paid administrator. So we had to bring the love back again for lack of a better way of putting it. And I think that love, you know, the love of the club and the love of the sport is really important. And we've been trying to push that, you know, out to people that are coming onto our committee. I think it's more than just getting people to run around on some grass every week. It's what else, you know, why do, why do we love it? What do we do? And why do we bother? And if we can sort that out, then our volunteers want to stick around. But yeah, I just think from a culture perspective, I think it all comes down to people. I think that's the only thing I can say is that if you can get the right people involved, then I think your culture will grow. And I think as soon as, you know, mindful of having toxic people, you know, we're very fortunate that we don't. But um, if you ever do, you know, try and get them out as quick as you can and make sure that the people you've got are people that are really adding value back to your club. Thanks very much, guys, for joining the affiliate podcast today. Look forward to speaking to you again soon. And um, if you are 
wondering which affiliate or which, which club the uh, Mitch and Christie are from. They're from Southern Touch in Western Australia. So you can look them up. I'm sure they're very active and they'll be very active on, on socials, if not uh, from today, making sure that everyone can, uh, can listen to this, this podcast. And uh, you can contact Mark Tipple through the Queensland Touch Football website if you are looking for some tips or hints. Yeah, he's always, always willing to help out, um, help out anyone. So thanks very much for joining us and uh, we'll speak to you soon.